Hello again and welcome to another episode of Black and White Reviews. I am Lee. And I am Will. And we're going to try this again. We had some technical difficulties, so we're starting from scratch. So uh, those of you who don't know who we are and what we do, we generally talk about TV shows, movies, and other things that are of interest to us, and we break them down, and we generally spoil things. Will doesn't think I need to tell people that this is a spoiler. No. Um, because it's been a week since uh, the Falcon and Winter Soldier was over. But for those of you who go into anything we listen to and you haven't watched or heard or don't know much information about what we're discussing. Spoiler, spoiler alert. alert. See, so I, I know behind the scenes <laughs> you're just doing that because you like your little echo. So, but at the same time, I'm very much of the opinion, you know, if you're a week out and you haven't seen the finale of a television show at this point, honestly, shame on you. That's, that's, yeah, that man. just is what it is. Why would you even bother listening to a recap of a season if you haven't seen the finale? For, for what, what, that's a good what, are you, point. what are you doing here? What, what's going on? Well, you know, a, lo- a lot of people don't read. They just click, you know. Hey, there are a lot of people who, as we've talked about, think that that Wyatt Russell was actually um John Walker you know and they were sending him death threats because they didn't like him so much so uh, the world is a crazy place so I mean I shouldn't be uh I I guess uh babying or enabling people who don't read and understand what they're getting into but eh it's just I I just think it's a courtesy to tell people that we're going to spoil some stuff here wait a minute wait a minute wait Um, a minute so so this is the fourth (laughs) week now that you've brought up death threats (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I know. Is, I, I knew that you wanted me to. to me so. that you're going to let a whole bunch of trolls on 4chan <laughs> or anywhere else on the underground of the internet get to you that way that for four weeks in a row, you have to bring up the idea that a whole bunch of people on the internet are sending out death threats. This isn't something new. <laughs> this is old. This has been going no, on for decades at this point. I know. But this, every this, I'm celebrity just saying, gets this them. is the world we live in. This is the world we live in. For decades. Okay. Yes. It's nothing new. It's the internet. I know. But, hey. Anyway, let's get into what we want to talk about today. So I think with the with um, everything wrapping up with Falcon and Winter Soldier and us getting this new Captain America and everything, um, it's. I think we should just kind of touch upon it and see what's going on, what's coming out, what are we looking forward to, what's, what's to come from us, you know, what our plans are. I mean, obviously, we've got a quite, quite of a big gap here between shows, um, which we didn't have between uh, Mandalorian, we didn't have it um, between WandaVision, because um, we've been pretty much going strong since Mandalorian started up again back in the fall. So um, we're going to have a, a little bit of a gap for as far as TV shows go, and between now it's a, it's a whole month that we have off. So it's nice, take a little vacation, whatever, but I just figured let's talk about what we've been discussing so far. Mm. So um, basically... The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, the basic concept here, I, I like what they did with it because they started off kind of giving us a check-in with what Bucky and Sam are up to. What's life like a few months after, you know, the snap and they all came back and, you know, they've been gone for five years, now they're back. And, you know, what, what's going on inside of them? You know, and it, it's a great point to get inside the character, see what their challenges are, what they're going through. Because you can tell that the way they're setting it up is to have a resolution by the end where there's some kind of growth, some kind of change. Um, and you definitely get that in this show. Um, I, for one, can definitely say I was not very excited about the show when it first started. And even by like the third episode, I was kind of like, eh, it's entertaining. It, you was, know? Very, it um, was very buddy cop. It's very predictable. Yep. There's mm-hmm. not a whole lot of meat on them bones when it comes to this show. Mm-hmm. You know, it's very, very, but, very cut and dry, very procedural. You know, you're not, it, it, it is what it is. And um, before we even started to watch this television show, I had, I had posited the idea. Maybe it would have been a good idea to have like a wider gap of two weeks in between WandaVision and this. And now looking mm-hmm. in hindsight, it would have been an even better idea because we would only have two weeks to wait until Loki if that actually had happened. I also thought that it would right. be, you know, much more of a palate cleanser. Um, I kind of am still on that. But at the same time, I think this television show was a great palate cleanser in between WandaVision exactly. and Loki 
two television shows that are, well, Loki is going to be absolutely nuts. WandaVision was nuts. And here in between, you have this nice ah, breather. In, in, in so many words, you know what I mean. It's it's not. I, I don't know many people who would describe what you know an action series like this as a nice ah breather. But in comparison to the others that we've seen, well, no breather. And, you know what we know is coming out. It definitely is breather in a sense that there's not a lot of thought that has to go into watching right. a television show like this. You do not have to sit mm-hmm. down and 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 watch each episode twice or even three times. You don't have to overanalyze everything that you're seeing. In WandaVision, right. you kind of did. You got to go back and you got to, you know, view things over again and dissect them until your heart was content. And every time you did, you were going to find something different. I kind of have a feeling mm-hmm. like Loki's going to be a lot of the same because of what we're going to be dealing with in that, with time travel and quantum exactly. physics and everything else that we're going right. to be going into the future with that. Uh, um, mm-hmm. Falcon and Winter Soldier was not that. It was action-packed. It was buddy cop. It was, these are the bad guys. Let's go get them, and we're done. There's mm-hmm. nothing right. more really to, to chew on. I mean, the, the big things coming out of this television show is the growth of, of Bucky and Sam as characters. Like, that's the big thing that you're mm-hmm. getting here, and that's perfectly fine for right. what it is. So there is, yeah. there is that. Right. I agree. <laughs> I was going to get to that point. That was what I was kind of getting at is like you mentioned you wanted a cl- palate cleanser. This did it, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, absolutely. So because after WandaVision was done, I was kind of left like, oh, man, and now we're going to watch the Falcon and Winter Soldier. Uh. <laughs> but the cool thing about it, like I said, the way it started off for me, it was like it kind of was like, oh, we had one. There was one review we did on it, and I was just like not interested. We were both. You know, yeah. by the end, I'm like, can we just be I'm like, can I just be done with this now? Like, good night. <laughs> like, I just don't even care. But um, by the end of it, I was like, you know what? That was enjoyable. I like what they did. And, you know, it made some sense. I mean, you, you started off with them having their own personal things. You know, um, Sam was very, uh, he didn't want the shield. He didn't want to take on the mantle of Captain America. But by the end, he did. You know, even throughout, he had people basically, he had some people saying, hurry up and do it. You had one guy basically saying, don't do it. You'll be a disgrace to black people. You know, like, it's just like everything he could possibly have just adding to his confusion. But just, you know, but the simple thing should have been, and I'm surprised it was, it was more of a, of a challenge for him was right off the bat, Cap was like, this is yours. You know, Steve Rogers was like, this is for you. I want you to secede me. Like, I want you to to be my successor. So, you know, and so, okay. Um, hmm. as as a black man, I should be all for Sam picking up the mantle of Captain America. I you are very much more excited about him being Captain America than I am. I've mm-hmm. always been on the side of it should be Bucky. Because you mm-hmm. should continue with that super soldier picking up the mantle and kind of carrying that torch. Um, right. Sam without his wings, I don't know if it would still work. And I still well, feel I, that I, way. I know. And I that's why that, he has his wings. I, I felt that way, you know, since, you know, the beginning of this. Well, not the beginning, but the kind of the middle, you know, third, fourth episode when his wings broke and they just got kind of torn to shreds. And I was like, how... Is he going mm. to make this work? And then, you know, the Wakandans come in and they give him new wings and new suit and everything and everything is fine. You right. know, Bucky really doesn't need any of that. I'm, you know, Bucky would be perfectly fine with just the shield and one arm if it really came down to it. And he would be able to accomplish a lot more than Sam would without his wings. That's kind of why mm-hmm. I was always, I, I, I argued that throughout the season. Like, I saw what they were doing. I knew the end result was going to be Sam picking up the mantle. And I'm happy with that. I just, I don't know. Throughout the course of, of what the MCU has been, especially when you look at the Winter Soldier and you look at Civil War, which, which is clearly what this is kind of, you know, echoing on, it mm-hmm. should be Bucky. Yeah. That's I... my, that, that, and, and that's that's the way I feel. That's me personally. I, I mean, obviously mm-hmm. they're going in a different direction and that's fine. I'm, I'm comfortable with that. It's just, eh, eh, yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I'm satisfied. Okay. I'm satisfied. With I'm, I'm satisfied. It's um, just, I mean, we, we, I think, I mean, we talked a lot about the last episode and we, we kind of got into how we felt about the whole thing when we talked about it, but 
I want to take like, you know, a week just to kind of like, you know, marinate it for a little bit kind of see how we felt. So I went back and um, so again, I mentioned our, our anniversary or maybe I didn't in this one. But um, so my wife and I, we went and saw Endgame on our anniversary. I didn't come up with that. She just knew that I wanted to see it. This was like, you know, when it came out two years ago. Um, I can't believe it was two years ago now, but, you know, 2020 was just such a blur. Um, it just flew by and we forgot. I feel like Endgame came out last year. Um, yeah. But anyway, so back in 2019 when Endgame came out, she made the decision, hey, isn't there a Marvel movie that you want to see? And I'm like, yes. <laughs> Why? She goes, do you want to go see it tonight? I'm like, really? Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. So we got some food. We went out and saw the movie, you know, for three and so three whatever hours. I'm, I'm curious. <laughs> did she did she know the significance of this movie or was she just being nice? So here's the thing. My wife, um, her, she, okay, she saw the first Avengers movie three times in the movie theater. Okay. Twice was with, with by herself. <laughs> okay. So she really loved these movies. Over time, she kind of lost interest. Okay. So she still is interested in it. So, and she did watch WandaVision. Um, she ended up watching it while you and I were going through it. And she's like, she reached out to me later. And she goes, this movie, this show is nuts. Like going, it's like, I don't understand. What's this? And I'm like, oh, she's interested in it again. Uh, she has not been interested in the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. However, on our anniversary again last week, she said, hey, do you want to watch a Marvel movie? And I'm go again going, are you sure? <laughs> so I'm saying, I'm like, maybe we should watch the Falcon and Winter Soldier. You know, that way she can kind of catch up. So she's not in the dust if we go to watch something else later on, because then we'd have to sit there and go through the whole Falcon and Winter Soldier, you know, and I was still coming off of the hype of that last episode. So she wasn't interested in that, but we did end up watching Captain or yeah, Captain America, the Winter Soldier. Oh, OK. Which I'm really glad that we, we, we actually stopped and watched that. So the reason I'm glad is there's so many things that are directly connected from that movie to this show of course um more than any than more than any other um movie i mean we know the obvious like okay well, they're going to talk about the sokovia accords they're going to talk about wakanda they're going to talk about some of the basic things but some of the simple elements that were brought back into it was really interesting so first of all it's the first time we see um sharon carter she's introduced in this as the the neighbor doing laundry remember mm -hmm. So yep. that's where we first saw her and kind of got an idea of who she was. Um, another thing that we saw that was that was done, um, I thought was really cool on this on the last episode. When we saw Sharon show back up again, she's like dressed up like somebody else and pulls off this like nanotech mask, which was awesome. And I didn't remember that, but it was actually in the end of The Winter Soldier where, um, um, oh, my God, Natasha. Um, where's Natasha? Whatever she is. Um, Black Widow there. Natasha. <laughs> she, um, yeah, she pulls off, well, I'm mean, like, Natalia, N N N Natalie, <laughs> whatever, Natasha. She, um, she pull. she's dressed up as, like, an old senator lady, and she's there in Robert Redford's office, you know, and she's, out of nowhere, this, this woman just starts, like, beating people up, and I'm going, I don't remember this. Man, she's really, she's trained very well, and then the mask comes off, and I'm like, oh, yeah. Duh. And then I made the connection there. Okay, this is the same technology we saw in the Winter Soldier. So we're, we're seeing a lot of those things tie back in. I thought that was pretty cool. I mean, there's a lot of basic stuff. I didn't. I wish I wrote them down, but there were a lot of things that made me go, oh, right, you know. Um, but it was definitely really, really cool to see just that, um, that comparison to everything again. And, you know, Steve Rogers just... By the end of that movie, just basically saying, dude, just go ahead and beat me up because I'm not going to fight you. You're my best friend type thing. And he just sits there while <laughs> while Bucky just beats him mercilessly, mercilessly with his metal hand, punching him in the face, punching Steve in the face. And he's just taking it hit hit after hit while that um that big ship is coming down. And I was like, wow, you know, it was just it was so cool to see like how that was. And that's what basically. You know, Bucky didn't just go, oh, right. He didn't, he didn't, they didn't Martha it, you know, which I'm so glad they didn't do. It took him a while for him to be like without the mind control, you know, kind of figuring it out on his own and then hesitantly kind of coming back into the situation. Um, it makes me want to revisit uh, Civil War again now because I remember it being very strange how they introduced him again. Like he was, his arm was caught in some kind of machine 
some kind of like big vice machine or whatever, and that's how they captured him. I don't know. That's about all I remember from that. I have to rewatch. But yeah, I, I just I I really enjoyed taking that time, and we we chose the right movie to go back and watch. It wasn't so great for her because she never watched the show, but for me, it was a great little you know throwback to to fill in some of the gaps. So, um, okay. So aside from you thinking that Bucky should have um should have taken over the mantle, what other um what other thoughts would you have liked to see in the show? Honestly, on uh, on surface level, that was you know really it. I didn't have a lot of uh, other thoughts coming out of the show as I as I thought I would, and that just that goes back to this television show not being very meaty. In, if I can, yeah. you know, really say anything about it, um, what I will say is the way that the dynamic between Bucky and Sam, and the way their characters grow together, and the way that they kind of, you know, they become, you know, buddies and friends by the end of it, it was done very well. Um, something yeah. else that I will say coming out of this, and and I harped on this a little bit in the in the finale, is you know the character of John Walker. I thought it was a complete okay. That's mess. I was I was thinking you were going to forget about that. <laughs> no, I'm not going to forget about it. it. I thought it was a complete mess <laughs> okay, from from beginning to end. We're we're introduced to him, you know, looking goofy, and then he's very much poster boy. Um, he tries to get things done the way that he knows how when it's absolutely not going to fly. He throws a temper tantrum and then there's nothing in between the temper tantrum and him, you know, coming back into the team. Everything else is forgotten. Mm. There's, there's no resolve with his character at all. It's just temper tantrum like a child. And then, oh, I'm right. back. Um, what happened in between there? We don't know. And we don't know because there's, you know, no episode in between. Like I kind of think there should have been. That's that's the mm-hmm. big downfall of of this show was his character and his story arc. It made no sense. Um, even if they do, you know, attempt to, to to rectify this, I don't even know if I want to see it. I kind of want this to be done. I want you know his story mm-hmm. arc and his character. I kind of just want that to be in the background. I I don't want to know anymore. I have such a bad taste in my mouth. Mm. I'm over it. And let's okay. It was done. I didn't like it. Let's just move on. So there is that. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, we know we're going to be getting, we know we're going to be getting some more stuff from that because of the way that they played everything up with uh, Julia Louise Dreyfus, her character. So, no, Val. I, and I agree that we're going to be getting it. It's just I don't yeah. see when they're going to have the opportunity to do it. Given mm-hmm. where we're going with Loki, with Multiverse of mm-hmm. Madness, with whatever Black Widow is going to be, with Spider-Man 3, like, these are going to, be, like, we're going into, like, a pretty nutty period of what Marvel is going to be. If the character of John mm-hmm. Walker is just plopped into any of that, no, I don't, I don't want that. I want crazy, I want insane, I want time travel, I want, you know, reality to break, I want, you know, different universes to open up and people coming in and out, like, like, like everything is kind of gearing up to be. John Walker being inserted into that anywhere, unless it's just like a background backup B character, I, I don't care. Mm. I'm, I'm completely yeah. over it. I don't care. Well, you know I mean, what I'm wondering, and, and it would only make more sense is if it ended up being just a Disney Plus movie or Disney Plus show. You know, like take these characters like and let them go somewhere else. Skip. <laughs> yeah. Marvel 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 presents the John Walker story. <laughs> I wouldn't watch it. I honestly I honestly wouldn't watch it. I I have no interest. Yeah, I really don't. I have absolutely no interest. He he was. If you had nothing else going on, and it was a late night, you've been working all day, and you're just not tired, but you just want to sit there and veg out, you'd probably put it on. You know, you would. I maybe maybe it's just it's too it's too fresh right now, but I honestly don't think I would because because (laughs) um a a a movie or a television show or anything about what essentially is a baby. A, a man-child threw a temper tantrum because he couldn't get his way? I don't care. I really don't yeah. care. Characters like that, uh, they do not appeal to me at all. I am, I am amazed that 
that Marvel Studios actually like said, yeah, sure, this is a good idea and went ahead with mm. the plan the way that they did. I'm shocked. Usually, you know, their characters are very, very meticulously put together and they're dealt with with a little bit more care. That fell so flat. It's such I, I don't I don't know. It would have to be a little while. Like, give me a few years, and then if you want to try to do something with this character again, okay. But right now, or in the immediate future, I don't care. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's... Yeah. All right. Well, I, I agree with you on those. I mean, I thought the John Walker thing was interesting, but it's just a matter of, like, why was he introduced? He was just, he was just a speed bump. You know, it wasn't a roadblock, it was a speed bump. You know, they had their... I, I thought what was really cool about his character, though, um, and it was, just, it was just very telling about who he was in comparison to Steve Rogers, he kept on making that thing, you know, that statement is like, I'm not trying to be Steve. I'm not trying to fill, up, fill Steve's shoes. I'm trying to be the best Captain America I can be. But that's the big difference. Steve Rogers was Steve Rogers. They called him Captain America. This guy is trying to be the new Captain America which he kept on repeating over and over again, I'm Captain America, to everybody. He yelled it to the, uh, the court. He yelled it to those guys. Like, he kept on saying, hey, Captain America, nice to meet you. Hey, Captain America. Whereas Steve Rogers was very much like, hi, Steve Rogers, nice to meet you. He was a person, you know? Captain America here was all about his title. It was all about his status, not about who he was. And that was the big difference between the two characters. Right. You know? So I, th I thought it was great that they made it that obvious. And obviously, you know, Wyatt Russell knew that was the point, you know, as they as they did it. So that's why he played it up the way he did. Oh, I will absolutely. So, you're, no, you're just, absolutely right. It Wyatt was, it was Russell fantastic. as the actor, I don't have a problem with because you're right. He knew that that was the point and he played the character as such. No problem there. Mm -hmm. Big props to Wyatt Russell for actually understanding what that character was supposed to be. Exactly. But the ball was definitely dropped and putting some gravity to what happened with him because again they just made him a speed bump and by I the end he's like yeah i'm back i'm back i'm back Woohoo! like that's just i don't understand like why why are things okay now he murdered a dude <laughs> and then suddenly and then and then suddenly like he has like a little head twitch and tries to save a van and everybody's cool with him again that doesn't make any sense especially bucky i don't understand why I he know. was standing next to bucky bucky had his little like i don't like you but I'm okay with you right now standing next to you and help and working with you thing. Like, no, very out of place. And as we've said before, maybe there was a deleted scene. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I said this because last it's week. just, it was maybe just, there it was, was a deleted episode. Like there, there has to be something yeah. that happened in between here. And I am going to disagree with you on something. If, if there is anybody in, in this situation that can understand what John is going through, given the super soldier serum, it would be Bucky. Bucky would understand right. that, okay, this is a person who's dealing with a lot right now. He's getting ready to snap. That's a lot for him to take in right now. I understand. But we never got anything okay. like that. We never got any dialogue. We never got a scene about that. We never got Bucky, you know, lamenting or even thinking about that. It was just we're skipping over this entire story arc for John and just going from, you know, plot A to plot D. We're forgetting everything else. That's, that's the big problem. Yeah. Maybe it should, this should have been a seven episode series. That, exactly. <laughs> it should have been seven. Or maybe mm -hmm. even eight. Like it was, and that's another thing that I'll say about, it was way too short. They could have, and this goes back to when was it? Episode five or maybe even at whatever episode felt like, you know, a, a, a Snyder, you know, television episode with all the slow motion <laughs> that was going on. Like, OK, you could. Yeah, very that was easily, that was the whole shrimp boat situation. You could very easily, you know, rectify a lot of this by getting rid of this slow mo and the way that the last half of that episode dragged out. And tell me more about John Walker, his character, and what he's going through right now. But no, instead mm -hmm. you wasted a good, a good 10, 15 minutes just slow-mo. Okay. Mm -hmm. I, I, you could have used that time better, in my opinion. <laughs> so. Yeah. I agree. We don't need slow motion and montages, you know, seven times in an episode. Not I get necessary. why they did it. They were just trying to like, hey, look, Bucky and Sam are getting along and they're going to fix the ship and they're going to work together. Yeah. And this is a feel good moment. Like, yeah, you can. Mm -hmm. Yeah, great. 
does it have to be in slow motion? <laughs> uh, you know? Yeah. So, I think, so, obviously we had some issues with it. I think some of the, some of the key parts to, to think about that were really cool. Um, so, there was one thing, I mean, before we even get there, one thing that was cool about it that um, you and I talked about it, and you were like, I don't understand. Why would they just leave this here? Your question is like, what happens to the wings? Now, do you know who Torres is? Torres. Torres. Remember the, that guy, um, the military guy that was kind of like talking to him throughout? Yeah, was, uh, the, Sam, the buddy who Sam's, wanted to, to, to work on the wings and, you know, Sam kind of wouldn't let him. Yeah, mm-hmm. the young kid. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Well, the, think about who Torres is. Joaquin Torres becomes the new Falcon. Oh, really? In the comics. Yes. That's interesting. So it makes perfect sense that every single thing we saw about him interacting with the wings would be leading to him eventually becoming the new Falcon. One way or another. So in, in, the, in the, um, the comics here, it's a little bit different, where it's not so much he becomes the Falcon by having like these metal wings, but there's some kind of weird experiment that's done on him, and he and Red Wing are somehow combined. So he ends up having sort of a... So Red Wing, Red Wing wasn't, wasn't actually um, a robotic bird, per se, in you know, the comics. It just became that when they did it for the movies. You know, oh, it's part of his, his wings and that's it. Red Wing was an actual bird. Um, hmm. So later on the comics, I mean, they're obviously doing it very differently here, but Torres does eventually become the new Falcon once uh, Sam takes on the mantle of Captain America. So it makes perfect sense the way they shot it, the way they did it, and it fills in all of those questions that we had about, like, why? You know, why was this done? It seemed intentional. It's because it was. They're leading us to believe that Torres is going to be a bigger part. Because in reality, his, his character in this show wasn't, like, really necessary. He could have he spoken to so many different people throughout. It could have been a new person, you know, in the military every single time, you know? But they kept on showing Torres. Why? I don't know. He didn't have any crazy lines. He was just kind of there. He didn't, he didn't have any crazy lines, but the, the fact that you have a character, you're introducing him, and he has this interest in, in, in these wings. Exactly. I can kind of see how that would be, you know, some breadcrumbs, some breadcrumbs. You know, we're leading into the future with this character. Right. I'm, not, I'm not upset that they didn't, you know, go into a lot of, you know, who he was in the television show. You can you can absolutely mm-hmm. save that for you know for a later date. It doesn't have to be right now. But oh, what yeah. you're saying makes absolute yeah. sense. I mean, if he's gonna be perfect sense, if he's gonna be somewhat of the new Falcon, you know, moving forward, whenever you know Sam, you know, puts it down or or something ends up happening there, I'm I'm okay with that. You know, you you have that 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 yep. seeds in my mind now. Cool, great. Yep. So just I figured I'd give you that little tidbit. Mm-hmm. Um, but some some of the notable moments from the episode from the show itself. I mean, one of my favorites, one of my favorites was um, uh, when Zemo, in Zemo's apartment, when the Dora Milaje show up. Yeah. And it's just like that, that entire interaction where John Walker just says the wrong things to the wrong people. And they have that big fight. And then there's the whole, like, detachment of the arm. And Bucky just stands there like, uh, what? I love the way the <laughs> and arm John was detached because handed. it was so effortless. Oh, yeah. It was, oh, the, yeah. she didn't even, like, it's not like she walked up just to him beep, and just, beep, she yanked gone. it off. She just, like, it was almost like <laughs> she know. was pushing a button and the arm just <laughs> fell to the ground. <laughs> exactly. No, that's what it was. It was She awesome. knows the technology. It was awesome. So it was, it was fantastic. And I, I had to rewatch it because I was so confused. Like, what did I miss? And I'm like, no, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> that's exactly what happened. Um, but it was no, just, wh- And while you're on so this, cool. while you're on this, I will say this. In the, the show's entirety, the action sequences were phenomenal. They were they absolutely were. beautiful. The, choreogra- the choreography was out of this world. It was amazing to watch. Amazing to watch. It rivals what you would see in cinema. This is... I agree. It's incredible. It's incredible what they were able to accomplish agree. with this. And I'm that's And I think th- that's the whole point that that's what they were doing with this. This was an action show. And they're like, yes. if we're gonna do an action show and it's not gonna be as cool as WandaVision or as Loki because it's not gonna have all that weird, like, you know, timey, wimey, this, that, whatever, making stuff up, they have to make sure that the action is on point. And they totally did. They totally did that. It was very well put together. Agreed. Uh yeah. So, um, I, I know you might not agree with it, but it, it, I do enjoy the buddy cop. I do enjoy it. I mean, I'm even looking back to, for some reason when I say buddy cop, I, I immediately go to lethal weapon 
and even Cop Out, because Cop Out, I haven't seen it in a while, but I remember how funny it was to see Bruce Willis and Tracy Morgan Dude, try to interact with each other. Oh, yeah, Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah. No, yeah, I'm, well, I mean, I'm, he was I'm more on he the, was more I'm on his own. I'm all about the buddy but... cop. I'm all about the buddy cop genre. Like, you know, buddy cop movies that came out in the 80s, they are hilarious. They are timeless. Oh, yeah. I, I have no problem yeah. with this. 48 hours. Another 48 hours. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, so I, I like that. And so in all of that, that whole, <laughs> that whole scene where they're sitting in the couples therapy and they got their legs interlocked, it still makes me laugh. You know, I mean, just seeing an image of it, I can't stop laughing. And it's just like, thanks. This was great, Doc. Thanks for making it weird. <laughs> he just gets up and leaves. It was just, it was perfect. It was very well done because they clearly don't want to be together. But they're like, oh, oh, yeah. All right. I'm tougher than this. Yeah, I can do this. All right. This is stupid. Let's do it. Staring in my eyes, you know, and then they get off and you start seeing a little bit more and more about, you know, I think the biggest thing here you got was like, what's going on inside of Bucky? You know, Sam is just saying, I'm not doing it, I'm not doing it. He didn't break, but Bucky is the one who was more exposed in that scene. Yes. You know, where he just, that, that line where he's just like, and if he was wrong about you, then he was wrong about me. And it's like, ooh, that okay. Line to me so a he's bit. hold his, yeah, dude, he was holding his entire value was all on what Steve Rogers thought about him. You know, which makes sense. This guy, for all of these years being frozen, was nothing but a, a weapon. You know, and he's and he's got people telling him that he's more than a weapon, but he's got no proof all because all he sees is like memories of the trauma that he caused people and, you know, everything he did. So when he's realizing like Steve Rogers believed in me and I actually trusted him and that's the only reason I've come out of my shell any which way, you know, at all um, is because of Steve Rogers. And now he's gone. And the last thing that's here is the shield and you're not even going to take it. The guy who said that you should take it. It was was like my best friend, and you're not going to listen. So he's gone. He's truly gone. So he I was. Wonder, I wonder. I, this is mm. kind of off topic a little bit, but who cares? I wonder if you know in future you know shows and movies from from Marvel if we're going to see a little bit more of that. Like I don't know, certain characters you know within within the Avengers begin to kind of move on away from this this pedestal that they have both Rogers and, um, uh, oh my God, Stark on. Because mm -hmm. you saw that right. in Spider-Man. You're seeing that here. Like, they're, like, these are two characters that are very much up on mantles in the eyes of a lot of, you know, individuals within the Avengers, right? I'm wondering if, you know, moving mm -hmm. forward, we're going to see that subside a little bit. Or if, you know, they just end up finding a way to bring those two characters back and we don't even have to worry about it anymore. Who knows? But right. it's 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 definitely interesting. Yeah, totally. Um, I just I, I'm really I'm I'm impressed with the show more now having se having seen it all. And I think it, and it comes down to the same thing I've always said. It's all about the final taste. You know, mm -hmm. if the last taste you have is a piece of moldy potato, it's going to ruin your whole meal. Yeah. You know, and that's not I think what we what got saved here. It, we definitely I think. I think what was saved it, the monologue? it for me, it I was, think it Sam's was, monologue. It was, was Sam's phenomenal. monologue at the end. I think that's what saved everything. Fantastic, for me. fantastic. It was phenomenal. Exactly. It was absolutely phenomenal. Yeah, I mean, it was just, it was, it was perfect. He wasn't sitting there and saying, "Yes, I'll do this." Yeah, yeah, whatever you say, government. No, he's like, "No, listen, he I'm fighting for America, but not on, not on behalf of of America." He took, you he, know, he absolutely that took these politicians to task, saying, "You can't do this. You oh, can't yeah. just dis displace people. What's the matter with you?" Like he didn't, he he didn't, you know, get on get on camera and you know puff his chest out the way that John Walker did and say, "I am Captain America." No, he was actually like, "No, you're no. doing wrong. You need to do better, and you need to fix this problem that you've created," mm -hmm. which is fantastic. It's absolutely fantastic. That's straight I, up I, what he said. It was fantastic. Yeah, I agree. So, but that's that's what saved that's what saved the show as a whole for me because before that point, you know, we get into the finale and it's very much action, 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 and I was mm -hmm. all about that. Mm -hmm. I was all about the action. But before all of that, the, the the last taste I had in my mouth was the way that John Walker and his whole character was just kind of dropped. And I was like, ah, that's what they're going to do. Mm. And they kind of bring you back with all the action. And it's like, OK, it, it, it's this show is fine for what it is. And then the monologue happens and just it takes everything mm -hmm. to a whole nother level. And that's the final taste I have in my right. mouth with this television show. And it was fantastic.
A plus. It was. It was. So, I mean, the last thing we actually got was the um, the credit scene where it showed Sharon basically getting reinstated. You know, the charges were dropped and all that stuff. And you realize, oh, okay, great. So now she's completely in with the government again. And she has all the power that she gained while she was, you know, on the run or in hiding. Right. You know, building up this, like, crime syndicate or whatever the <laughs> heck it was. It's insane. So, and, and like I said earlier... Um, when we talked about it before, it's very much just like a Walter White situation where he got into it for one reason, and then that's just who he was. He couldn't go back once he got the money he needed. He, he was too far into it. He liked it. It became his life. And I think that's what's going to happen with her. But, I mean, again, we'll see. I don't know when they're going to re—if uh, they're going to bring her back somewhere. I'm wondering if maybe it's going to be something that does connect directly with John Walker. Maybe not so much these guys. I hope— It doesn't I, seem like she had, like, a direct tie thinking. there. That's kind of what I'm thinking yeah. too. This this seems like a plot point that's going to connect a little bit more with Walker than anything else. Exactly. So, so um, we'll, I if, think I think that's what they were setting up. And if that happens, you know, I'm you know, I'm okay with that. Um, this Val character, I kind of still want to know who she mm-hmm. is. That seems like it's gonna you know come up <laughs> come up somewhere down the line. I know you're gonna tell me not to call her Val because the television show told you not to call her Val. I don't care. <laughs> Val I gave is up. so I much gave up. I'm not gonna sit there and say than... Valeria Contessa Conchita Bonita. I don't even know. This. I'm not gonna call her that. <laughs> I'm not gonna waste my time trying to figure out that enunciation. It's not gonna happen. I'm gonna call her Val. <laughs> so we'll 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 yeah. see what happens with that later on down the line. But you know, all in yeah. all. All in all, this this was a this was a neat little show. Um, a little short. Mm-hmm. It, it it could have been you know a couple of episodes longer in my opinion. There, were, but but for yeah. what it was, all in all, it was a, it was fine. It was fine. Like I said, I'm not looking at this for any kind of deep meaning. I'm not looking to you know pick the meat off the bones. I'm went into this. It is what it is. Great palate cleanser. I'm more excited for Loki than I was when this show first started. I will say that much. Um, and yeah. That's that's basically it. That's how I feel. <laughs> yeah. There's another thing that I, I remember, and I kept saying, I'm like, who is this guy? Remember? So it just, it seemed odd not a place when they kept, when that, I think I was referring to him as what, Mr. French? The last one? The French dude. The one who's got like weapons and stuff like that and has this thing against Sam. Yeah. Do you remember when we first saw him? Nope. Exactly. Nobody does because he was so out of place here and in the Winter Soldier. It just didn't make any sense. But he was the guy that basically squared off with Steve Rogers in the very beginning when Steve hops out of the plane and jumps on the ship and he's trying to like he's trying to rescue people on the ship or whatever or get that guy. Oh, really? That was the whole beginning and you're like, What's this whole thing about? Yeah, it that he's the same guy. He's the one that he squared off with. And I'm sitting there saying, I'm like, is this guy a super soldier too? No, he's just a really big dude and he's a good fighter. Oh, and that's wow. why he actually it, it was a it was a really good fight. So um, Steve struggled against him too. So to see to see him throwing chairs and stuff like that at the shield, I'm like, okay, well, you know, even Steve had difficult had a difficult time, and he was uh, a super soldier. So I'll take that. So again, I I'll recommend to anybody who hasn't watched it in a while go back and watch The Winter Soldier. Um, it's definitely a really well put together movie. Robert Redford is fantastic in it as well, and I mean. This is like Samuel Jackson gets a lot of time to shine in this. It I, it's pretty much like I feel like aside from Captain Marvel, obviously, um, I, I think this was like his first one where he got a lot of screen time because it really was about him and what was going on in the background of Shield, all the stuff that was he, happening under people's noses. Yeah, but wasn't I could have sworn that like he had a lot of screen time in the Avengers, didn't he? Mm, yeah, he a had a fair some amount. In that. A fair amount. True, true. He did. You're right, because he was okay. Yeah, but this one was more into not just like I, I'm the director of this and whatever. Like this was like there's stuff going down. I've known about it, and it was it was, I think it was more centric on on him. It was more centered around what Nick Fury was up to and what happened in the background. So maybe not so much screen time, but more of the focus was about that. So the Winter Soldier himself. And that was the interesting thing. So the, I feel like a lot of these movies were titled incorrectly, and this one definitely was one of them. It was called Captain America: The Winter Soldier. Um, it wasn't really about Bucky as much as it was about Hydra under people's noses, and Bucky just happened to be the assassin. You know, I would have called Civil War the Winter Soldier. It was that was more about Bucky at that point. 
I think you know, I, th- I think um, they're. I think the titles are appropriate. I think the Winter Soldier. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, 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 I've never thought that either one of. The, I thought you know, I don't even really know what I thought. I just thought that those two movies were aptly named. Yeah, well, because, I mean, Civil War should have been called Avengers about, Civil because War. Because the Winter Soldier. I mean, the movie is about Steve and Bucky. What are you going to call it? Captain America, Captain America, or, or I don't know. What, what other title would you give it? Uh, I, I'm not there. I don't know. I mean, the movie's, <laughs> but I my mean, point the is... movie's about, the movie's about Steve and Bucky. There's really, okay. I mean, yes, it's about Hydra and everything else, but Hydra and Bucky are kind of the, you know, a two for one deal. In that I, I, w- I would have called it Captain America, the hidden agenda. The hidden agenda. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I mean, it could have been something like that that would have made more sense. But then again, Captain America Civil War should have been called Avengers Civil War. Because that was everybody in the Avengers. That I will will give you. That should have been an Avengers movie. That was not a Captain America movie. It wasn't. I mean, I I think what it comes down to is if if you have Tony Stark and Steve Rogers in one place for the majority of that film, it's an Avengers. Neither of them are the. Yes, exactly. It's an event. So I think the that only was my reason why they called it. the Captain America Civil War is because is because Cap won that fight at the end. Yeah. I think that mm-hmm. that's the only thing that I can think of. Like, well, who who won the fight? Who wins the fight at the end of this movie? You know, who's the one who gets to walk away the victor? Well, it's it's Steve Rogers. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, <laughs> we'll call it Captain America. <laughs> I mean, we or call it you know Iron Man Civil War. I don't know. Avengers Civil no. War. Avengers. No. Nope. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, I don't whatever. know. I guess so. So, um, yeah. one question I have for you right now. Yeah. So, a couple of different times we hear we hear some some hints, some little nods, uh, going on throughout the show. Actually, twice from from a couple of different characters. Um, mm-hmm. now that we've each had a week to think about it, um, <laughs> is, is Steve is he on, on the moon? The moon? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Dude, it just it I says would, something. I, it says something if, that you have two different characters <laughs> in this television show, both around Sam, going, "Well, I thought Steve was on the moon." So now it's like, is Steve on the moon? We don't so, see him die. We just kind of see him as you an, know. As I an old feel man. like. I feel like what could have happened and what may happen is that that was not the original idea. They just made a joke. But after watching it, it does make a lot of sense that they would take that and say, you know what? This was a joke, but let's just make this real. So and then they get, just let's, do it. Let's, let's get into a little bit of news and why I think this makes sense. Because okay. he, I mean, he has signed on to reprise his role as Captain America, anybody who thinks that these characters are not going to come back, you know, if you think Robert Dunn Jr. isn't going to come back and play Iron Man again, you're out of your mind. He absolutely will. Just, I mean, Chris Evans is absolutely going to play. I think it's been confirmed that he's absolutely going to play, you know, Captain America again at some point. Mm-hmm. Which would make sense if they're showing him age and things that happened between... It would make complete sense. It would make complete sense. And now, like, in this show, it's like, I thought he was on the moon. Like, two different characters say he's on the moon. So it's like... I know. I think he's on the moon. I think he's just chilling on the moon. I don't know why. That's it, it's definitely a possibility. I, I, I wouldn't feel put like it past I kind of feel like if he is on the moon, I kind of feel like uh, Fury has something to do with that. But I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm intrigued. Yeah. I'm intrigued. If there's one thing that has me interested coming out of this show, it's it's Steve Rogers on the moon. <laughs> that's 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 really all I care about right now. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Kind of like the way you care about we'll where the wings came from and how they work and who invented them and all that good stuff. I, I don't care about any of that. I care about whether or not Steve is on the moon. <laughs> it's stupid. Yeah. I know. It's, stu- it's ridiculous. I don't care. <laughs> so yeah, there is, so- I, I know you don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care if you do or not. I'm just... <laughs> I just really want to... I, I want to know. I want to know. Yeah. So... Anyways. Yeah. So, yeah. Another, another thing, just like just talking about like what is coming out. So I guess the, just so you know, they changed the um the name for Captain Marvel too. Um, they're actually calling it the Marvels. The Marvel. 
the Marvels, like multiple. The Marvels. Which, yeah, and I think that's going to come into play with uh, Monica Rambeau. Yeah. Um, remember how she, she got all that stuff? I think they're going to tie a lot of these things in together, and we're going to see where that goes. But, I mean, let's look at what we've got. I mean, we've got Loki coming out. We've got Black Widow coming out. Those are the, the two most prominent things that I'm, I'm like looking forward to, aside from, obviously, um, Multiverse of Madness and uh, Spider-Man Far From Home. I'm gonna, um, I'm, I'm gonna far from home. Oh, no, no way, way home. home. Sorry, no, no way home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Far no from home, home already happened. <laughs> yeah, I know, but it's just like there's too many homes. I mean, okay, so I'm not. I, Black Widow seems like the odd one out. Yeah, like Loki, but I can like like mm. Loki, Multiverse of Madness, um, uh, no more home. Whatever they're going to be doing with the Eternals, <laughs> that that's going to be coming up. All of this has to do with space and time and, and, and quantum physics and all of that good stuff, right? Yeah. And then, Androids, aliens, and wizards. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then you have <laughs> Black Widow. Like, okay. Yeah, we don't know what that what that's going to be about, but like I said, I'm wondering if that's going to be something taking place during the blip, and that would make the most sense. Yeah, I guess so. But this all happened, this happened in those five years. You know, what else was she doing? You know, it seems like she gets back in touch with her sister and her father and all that stuff. And I mean, I really don't know much about it. I saw the first trailer and I'm like, huh. All right. So it's got that dude from Stranger Things in it. That's what I'm cool. hoping. What I'm hoping for is this is a movie that's going to be telling two, two stories. One mm-hmm. story is hers and the other story is Hawkeye's. Yeah, you think you think that's going to be in the Black Widow movie though? Because it seemed like I he kind of disappeared makes, when his family disappeared. Where else would it fit? Exactly, it, his family disappears and he goes off and he becomes a vigilante. I feel like it would fit in the Disney Plus series Hawkeye. Really? Yeah, I mean, the Hawkeye is supposed to be about his daughter, his daughter taking the mantle. I think we're going to have a lot of flashbacks or at least a beginning, kind of showing what happened and everything too. But. No, but I mean, I'm, I'm, actually, I don't, yeah, okay. Would, if you no. if you want if you want his daughter to pick up the mantle and become Hawkeye, I'm I'm all with that. She is. I'm not saying I'm not saying I want that. I'm saying that's what's happening. They fine. already have. They already fine. confirmed. It's fine. Already, it's relax, relax. <laughs> I'm talking about. I'm talking about the period of time where she is not there, where she is blipped, and Hawkeye <sighs> loses his mind, and he's out there just being a vigilante, you know, killing bad guys. And you have that. Scene, oh yeah, that'd be cool. To and see. you have that scene with an Endgame where. She's, I mean, where um, Natasha is still actively looking for him. So I think, I mm-hmm. think if you're going to do anything, if, if you're going to make it interesting, I don't think a vigilante story would fit saying. well as, you know, a standalone series. I don't, I, I think that's, that's a little bit too much. You can, you can very easily Yeah, there's never been a series a about a vigilante. Hmm? I said, there's never been a series about vigilante. <laughs> exactly. There's never been, I just, I don't yeah. know. This is something. You're right. There's never been anything like never, never Batman, never Green Arrow. Never, I mean, every single superhero that wears a mask, they're vigilantes. So, but, what's your okay. point? <laughs> I was being sarcastic, saying they would never be a TV series about a vigilante. Oh, yeah, but, there's plenty of television series about a vigilante. I'm just thinking, you know, I know. when it comes to Black Widow, I mean, there's kind of a marriage there between her character and Hawkeye's. I just think it would make sense to have, you know, those two stories being told at the same time. Yeah, I mean, we're going to have She-Hulk. Especially where they end we're gonna up have... in Endgame. Yeah. I don't know. I just think it would be, I just think it would be really poetic to have, you know, those two stories going on at the same time within, you know, one film. Mm-hmm. I think that would be really cool. But that, or if you, you know, you want something, you know, Hawkeye's on his own and he has his own thing, fine. I don't know. Yeah. But anyways, yeah, but it's yeah. still, it's, it, Black Widow for me is still the odd one out, out of everything that's going to be coming out within the next few years, so. Yep. So we'll, uh, we'll see what that ends up bringing us out, but I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot of really th- interesting things. Right now, I am looking forward to Loki. Oh, yeah. Um, it's just, um, I mean, last we saw Loki was an older version of Loki. Or actually, a younger version of Loki, but older to us, um, where he grabs the cube and he leaves. See ya. Bye. And it it was actually (laughs) just like, thanks, (laughs) peace. (laughs) And he heads out. And I'm like, oh, that's perfect. You know, it really, 
it was it really great worked because, out pretty like, well the joke at the time was oh he's going to do his television show and that's exactly <laughs> yep. that's exactly yep. what ended up happening it's brilliant yeah yeah they did a, a fantastic job with that and i was very i was very happy um the only thing i'm not that's going to be confusing to me and that's not, not not so much confusing but disappointing is he clearly looks 10 years older okay. like he looks a lot older in loki Okay. It's going to be hard for me to like get over that and just be like, oh yeah, of course it's Loki from 10 years ago. No, that makes no sense. He clearly looks older. No offense. You know. You, you, you do wanna, realize that it hasn't been 10 years. It's been two years since that scene. Uh, since that scene? Right. It's been two yeah, years. Yeah, but since Avengers? Since no, Avengers? No, 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 no. Don't do that. It's been two years since that scene. We saw him really quickly. His face was covered up with a oh mask. Oh my god, his face, his face was covered. Dude, it's been two years since that scene. I understand that, but he was wearing a mask. He wasn't speaking. He was just kind of standing there. We didn't really see much of him. But okay, so you're saying uh, so many years go by. We see him looking a little bit older, even though he's younger. We're just going to accept that because at least there was something in between. So we'll just, we're just going to be dumb and not think that he looks so much older. I mean, Hugh Jackman, saying, I don't know how they pulled it off, but they did when they did War, uh, Origins Wolverine. He didn't look much older. They did an okay job with that. But, I don't know. Saying, yeah, whatever. He I looks think older. It's one of those, I think it's one of those things is just, if, if that's what you're going to get hung up on, like, really? Like, that's <laughs> what you're going to get hung up on? Like, it's been 10 years. So, so what, man? Stranger things have happened. Stranger things have happened. It's been 30 Mm -hmm. years in between, you know, two coming to America movies. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I know that analogy makes no (laughs) sense, but make of it what you will. Yeah, no, it it makes zero sense, but I've moved on. (laughs) So, anyway. That's, I mean, I just wanted to touch upon this while we're kind of looking at it. So, I mean, we'll see what, what comes out with Loki. I'm excited for it. Um, in the meantime, I mean, we're going to take a little bit of a, of a break. We're not going to have too much coming out. We'll still be throwing some movies out now and again. we got our every other Thursday schedule. Um, there is one more thing that I wanted to talk about before we get oh, out of here. Okay. Um, All right. So, not the last time we talked, but maybe within the past couple of weeks, um, some news came out within the world of DC. I know this is Marvel, but w- some news came out in the world of DC that um, Michael Keaton is going to be reprising his role as Batman. Oh, yeah. It's been yeah. rumored mm-hmm. for a long time, but it has been confirmed, you know, recently within the past couple of weeks. I don't know... Mm-hmm how that's how exactly that's going to work is he gonna you know put on the suit or is he gonna be bruce wayne is it gonna be a cameo is he gonna you know is this gonna be you know a full-on batman fighting crime thing what exactly no is going no, to no, no 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 they totally wouldn't do that that wouldn't make much sense why not um, he was i, think I the mean point, he basic I, he was basically batman in the last spider-man movie no he wasn't he was he was he was more like Birdman. Birdman was more like Batman. But that wasn't tomato, even him. Tomato, tomato, tomato. He has wings, he's flying around in the sky, and he's doing action set scenes. Batman flew in the sky one time when he jumped off the roof and Batman returns. Other than that, he just wore a cape. So, I'm just saying that. Okay, but, so, fine um, then. Even, even further is my point. It, when he was, you know, when he was in uh, Spider-Man, he was more physical than he was in Batman. Great. So it no, he wasn't. It can... He was he was computer generated, and he was he was using Stark tech, or no tech. He was using alien tech, is what he was using. Um, he was mechanical. Uh, it was it was very different than Batman. Batman right. had like gadgets, but he wasn't wearing a mecha suit. So there's a difference between gadgets. There's, so th- so there's a there's a difference between Batman having tech gadgets and a tech suit. Uh, straight. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. No, there isn't. I'm sorry, no but the difference. whole, the whole, the whole, the big, the big, uh, iron bat suit that Batfleck wore was ridiculous. We're not talking about Do Batfleck. You bleed. I know, but my point is, I don't see them doing that with 
with Michael Keaton. So we what don't they even did, know, we don't, as okay, I mentioned so before, th- we don't even know if ba- if um if Affleck is going to be in this movie. Is he? Uh, is I mean, I gonna be don't in see Flash? why he would. I thought they said he was, but I mean, what it comes down to is the, the whole point, and this is what I think they're doing with it, is that Michael Keaton's going to reprise his role as Bruce Wayne. We're going to see him in there. It may be quick, it might be long, but the point is, what they did. This is what I was trying to get at is in the CW show when they had the crossover crisis on I think probably Infinite Earths, um, they introduced Kevin Conroy as an old Bruce Wayne. Now you know Kevin Conroy; he's the one who's been the voice of Batman since like 1990. You know, on all the all the the cartoons and all or most of the cartoons and all the video games, it's always been that guy's voice. Especially the Arkham games; it's so cool to still to hear his voice be so consistent. You know. Um, and he's in this, but he's, he's an old broken Bruce Wayne who has to wear like special, like, um, braces on his legs. Kind of like, uh, kind of like a roadie had to wear, you know, when he was recovering after like getting his spine broken. Mm -hmm. Um, so same type of idea. And that was what they showed. Like he was just a bitter old man. And I wouldn't be surprised if that's what they do here where flash gets to a point where he starts talking and he, he comes into contact, you know, with this Bruce Wayne. And you're like, oh, you're not Bruce Wayne, that, not that I knew. And then, you know, whatever comes out of it. And he may be there long, he may be there short, but I, I can't see, I can't see them dressing him up in the bat suit much more than him putting it on and looking in the mirror and going, oh yeah, those are fun days. And then I moving can see on. It. Like, I can absolutely see it. Eh. Here's why. Because we have this, DC has... I'm just going to come right out and say it. DC, over the course of the past, let's say, decade, have been attempting to copy the formula of Marvel. All of a sudden, we have all of these, you know, actors and actresses who are announced to be in Spider-Man, and lo and behold, Michael Keaton gets announced to be, you know, Michael Keaton or Batman in a DC movie. I can absolutely see them throwing the suit back on him. I don't think this is it. I don't think this is the last announcement. I think I would not be surprised if we heard Christian Bale's name next. Yeah, I know we talked about that. I would not be surprised at all if they just brought everybody back together kind of the way the Spider-Man is doing. I would not be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if you heard Danny DeVito's name. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if you heard Jim Carrey as, as Riddler. I would not be surprised <laughs> at any of this at this point, the way that they were doing this. What about Jack Nicholson? I don't know. Ooh. I don't know, but I don't know Ooh. if you bring back Jack Nicholson as Two-Face or if you bring back... Um, Wait, 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 wait. You would never bring Jack Nicholson back as Two-Face. That wouldn't make any sense. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I thought you meant... I'm sorry. Wow. I thought you meant... No, I'm, for, talk, for I'm talking about reason, Nicholson. For whatever reason, I thought you... Uh, I, I heard Tommy Lee Jones. I'm sorry. Imagine if they brought back Nicholson, though. How awesome would that be? He's the one that I think is maybe too old. Oh, he, yeah. I think Nicholson is a little too old to be joker unless you're gonna have right him in a, but, unless you don't think he would be joker cell unless you're gonna go that's what you i'm know, thinking unless you're gonna go one that's what with i'm thinking nest with it then mm-hmm. mm. that's what i'm saying imagine that imagine seeing nicholson's joker in a cell somewhere that would be kind of cool in like a yeah that would be amazing just that like they, what they cool. did with mark hamill uh they, they they reintroduced mark hamill as the trickster again in in the flash and he was like you know in a cell I mean, he eventually came back out again, they came, and they had, like, a different version of it from a different Earth of him, too, but when they first showed him, he was in a cell, and you're like, oh, my, like, the trickster, he was introduced, and he's basically a Joker, and that's what was weird about it. Mark Hamill, the guy who voices the Joker, playing the trickster in a DC show, and I'm like, hmm. I think, <laughs> but, I think it's important, I think it's important here to note that there is no connection between the television shows and the movies. There's zero nope, connection. There are that's completely not different true. universes. It is true. Not anymore. Really not anymore. Not anymore. Over? DC Who crossed over? DC, DC crossed over. They crossed over Grant Gustin and, um, and uh, Ezra Miller's Flash. They did it. They did it already, and that's what's opening up all these possibilities to have Michael Keaton. So the and guy who else. was the Flash. They, they, so so the guy who was the Flash in Justice League is the same character that plays the Flash on the Flash television show. 
No, but they crossed it over. They had a crossover of worlds. That's the whole point. The whole point is on different planets, they look different. On different, on different Earths, they look different. They're different people. So, yeah, they already, okay, you're, they you're, already you're, did no, it. No, no, you're losing me. The character that played the Flash in the movie Correct. is the same character mm-hmm. that plays the Flash on the television show. Barry Allen? The actor. You're saying, you're saying character. Okay, so the okay, actor. Fine. No, the he's actor. not. The same actor that played on the movie is the same actor in the television show. No. Then that's not a crossover. It is a crossover because they, the two of them met each other. Barry Allen from the movie met Barry Allen from the show in the show. And they were and both they're standing Barry there both, Allen? And they were both standing there in their Flash costumes. Huh. Face to face saying, why are you here? Why are you here? Because of, of a Flashpoint type thing. That's what happened, and that's what made it so cool. That's what opened up everything and made me say, you know what? DC is finally going somewhere with this now. That's kind of loose. But that's, what, but that's how it started. That's what started everything here. When Ezra Miller showed up in the, in the series The Flash for that 30 seconds he was there, it was epic because it blew the doors off of, uh, of everything, opening up so many opportunities. You said over and over, like, I wouldn't be surprised if show, so-and-so showed up or if this person showed up. Yeah, they've, but I don't, think crossed... in, I don't think they're going to show up in the series. I don't think they're going to show up on any Warner Brothers, you know, television series. Mm. I'm talking about film. No, 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 no. But I, but I wouldn't be surprised if they start crossing stuff over from the shows over. I mean, it's just they're they're doing they're doing it. They've done that it already. Would surprise me. I'm not. I'm not. I'm I not mean, going to. I'm not. You can say that they're already doing it over over a 30 second scene. I'm not. You know, stamping my um putting my feet down on that one yet that's that would that would surprise me it was just a a peephole into what they're able to do now so that's that's what that is well but we will see on that front but it's just it's the whole thing that it's the whole thing that it's just very it's very surprising that dc decided to go out of their way and get michael keaton around the same time when all these announcements of what marvel is doing is starting to come out i'm just that's all i'm saying well, it's course. very it's they're they're clearly well, they're clearly copying that formula so but before I, before marvel started announcing all this stuff with the multiverse and everything before they started getting into the different universes dc was already hinting to that and marvel's like oh they're trying to catch up Let's do our version now. I don't know. That's that's the whole thing is when they first started introducing that type of concept in DC. That's when we started hearing about all the stuff with Marvel. They're they're still going back and forth. It's like Samsung and Apple. You know, they're just they're they're competing. Hmm. So I don't care about one of those. I don't. I don't. I. I don't watch those shows. <laughs> right, There's, and I'm not. I'm not even. I'm not even worried about that. But my point is, they already started. They already did it. If they're taking a character, an actual actor, dressed up in his superhero garb, and dropping him into an episode of a CW show, then hey, they're already doing this. Like this has already begun, and all everything is is off. Like. That's why I said the best thing they could do right now is that why don't they just have Gal Gadot run around dressed up like Wonder Woman so we start to wonder, wait, are they crossing over into reality right now? <laughs> is this really happening? You know? Like, man, all bets are off. You can mix TV shows and movies. Ew, I, I, would, I, would, I would be surprised if that started. I honestly would. Mm-hmm. I'm, 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 not holding, I'm not holding, you know, Warner Brothers in DC up to that standard right now. <laughs> I, I won't that. I'm not I'm not gonna and you can you can laugh it off all you want to I tell you what tell me when the door is fully opened not a 30 second scene not a throwaway cameo tell me when the door is completely open and you see a real crossover and then I'll jump on board with that until then I'm not gonna do it Warner Brothers in DC have disappointed one too many times they, they no mm-hmm. 30 seconds, hey, a split little throwaway thing that you're explaining to me right now. I'm sorry. You can, hey, and if you and other people hey. out there listening to this right now are excited about that, God bless. I'm not. I am, I am the jaded DC Warner Brothers person. 
I've I've been burned. Mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not going back in. I'm not going back into the. Now fire. did you did you watch the did you watch the Batman Ninja Turtles crossover? Are we done? Are we done? I'm I'm I'm. You didn't watch it then because clearly no, you don't even care. It I have was no good. idea what you're talking about. There's a Batman Ninja Turtles crossover animated um, no. oh, film. Animated. It was it was actually. Yeah, but it was really cool. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm not big into animation, but hey, I mean, it was a really cool concept. I mean, ninjas. Okay, great. That, that makes sense. They would have some type of, type of connection there. Shredder's involved. Batman's in there. Some stuff happens with ooze. It's, it's actually really, really cool. You should check it out. I'm pretty sure a lot of people who are listening right now have already seen it. Chuck, Chuck saw it, and he's like, did you see that? I'm like, yes, you keep asking me every single time. <laughs> yes, I've seen it. Um, it's worth checking out. Anyway, if you're done, then I guess, I guess we're done. Yeah, I'm so, done. I mean, is there anything anyway, else you want to bring up before we get out of here? Eh, not really. I just wanted to touch base and just be like, uh, hey, here's what's going on and here's what we're excited about. So here we are. All right. So thanks everybody for tuning in, for listening. Uh, thanks for con- your continued support. Um, as we've mentioned before, uh, Chuck has officially joined us as a, as a partner in the Black and White Reviews, so he's actually set up with this, with this new setup over here, nice new microphone. He's not here today, but um, we'll be working on some stuff as well. Um, those of you who haven't heard some of the stuff that we've done with Chuck as well, um, we've done, we've, we've, we, he, he loves throwbacks, he loves going back to childhood stuff, so we've been doing some stuff like that too. We did like Goofy Movie, um, we have a few others that we're touching upon uh, that we might go over soon. Um, including some new stuff. So uh, keep your eyes and ears open for that. And uh, yeah, let's, we're looking forward to Loki coming out. So uh, check everything else out and we'll, we'll catch back with you when we do. Have a good one, everybody.